everybody and welcome back to Behind Show Podcast. And right now we're getting ready to get into our political moment with Anne. Hi Anne. Hi Angela. How are you? How are you? Good. I'm, I'm very well. How are you? Good. Well, you know, I know we're not out and about. <laughs> no, we're not. Because <laughs> we're all still on quarantine. So how has your quarantine been? You know what? My quarantine's been pretty good. Now I'm not homeschooling kids, so that makes a difference. Um, and I cannot work from home, so I'm not working. But I'm getting back to basics. I'm doing a lot of gardening. I'm going to have a lot of vegetables this year. And I'm doing a lot of art projects. I'm doing a lot of cleaning and dusting and throwing things out. So I'm one of the lucky ones. Lots of cleaning, cooking. (laughs) I'm being very productive, but I don't have all the pressures that a lot of people have. True. I mean, well, you know, homeschooling was something I was already doing. So that's not something that really kind of bothers me. I think what's been bothering me most is that my daughter can't do her activities. Yeah. You know, she can't do her swimming. And, you know, she won't be able to swim probably this summer. Because I don't think you're probably going to be opening up the pools or anything probably for during the summer. Everything that's going on. And so, you know, I I feel bad for the kids. I feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, I feel bad she can go to the park. And she can't do those things. But but on the flip side, we're starting to garden. Good. <laughs> We've been doing a lot of great uh, book reports and, and, you know, just learning a lot of different things. She's learning a, a new language. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we've been making quality time about that. There's a lot of opportunities. It really is. It really is. You know, there's always a downside to what's going on, but there's upsides to it, too. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about what is going on with the coronavirus. And I know you have some really great information to share for everybody. Yeah, I think what's really interesting, which has everybody sort of nervous at this point, is how quickly are they going to open up? And um, it's really sort of frightening because we don't know. Um, I know that in Kentucky, they haven't had uh, as many, you know, shutdowns as we have here. And I just read that they had the biggest surge this week of any place, percentage-wise. And I know also in Sweden, they have not had social distancing or shutdown. And uh, they have so many more cases compared to the countries that surround them. So clearly social distancing and quarantining is really important to getting a hold on this virus. Absolutely. Especially because right now they're saying that, that you know, before they were saying, oh, it goes in the through your mouth or your nose and it mm-hmm. kind of stays in one place. But now they're saying something different. Yeah, we don't absolutely, I mean, I know of a couple people who, uh, one person, it went in the GI tract. Now, whether it's, you know, that gets resolved and it never gets to his lungs, I hope. Um, But other people have totally different symptoms. And so, and some people have this for over three weeks. Uh, So I don't know if some people have said that the virus mutates as it goes along. It just seems like we just don't know enough. So we have to be very cautious. And just in in your opinion, when it comes to what's going on and some of the statements that the president has made and some of the, I think, 
because we were unprepared for this. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say to people who are saying you or or really believe that you know the president said we would we would open the country back up by Easter? Well, it's now April, right? Right. <laughs> and, uh, and and you know we still are not open. So where so so who do you think that people should best? Pay attention to. Well, I think that the experts who say we have to follow the science, not the politics, is the most important thing. And the science is saying that we have to be really cautious about this in order to not have an influx all at once, like happened in New York, so that the hospitals are flooded with all of this. And clearly, social distancing works. It's beginning to level off a little bit in New York. Um, but it's still too soon to say everybody go running out there. I think we're going to have a new normal and I think it's not going to look in any way like it looked before and that the smart thing to do is to open things very, very slowly and very casually and take a reading on it as we do that. Absolutely. Now, uh, now I'm just going to say this, you know, when it comes to, and I agree with you how things were before, I don't see, you know, as many packed stadiums mm. and things like that that we had before. <clears throat> Even going to the grocery store, I don't know when's the last time you've actually been, but now they have it set up where most grocery stores, all the employees are wearing masks right. and gloves. Right. Um, then they have arrows and things on the floor. Yeah, so you directly. go one way. Yes, and then you and then you have to wait to get into the store. So there can only be a certain amount of people in the store. Right. So when all this is said and done, do you think that, that, you know, things like that are going to change or you think that people are just going to go, oh, it's over, let's go back and let's all just crowd back into the stores? Uh, You know, I think, I think it sort of depends on your politics for one, but I think for me, I'm going to be really cautious now. Um, I'm, I'm going to be very respectful of the distancing and I'll probably wear a mask for quite a while and gloves because we don't know. We just don't know enough. And I think that if everybody practices that, then, then we'll be safer. And I think that we will, you know, other in China after the SARS outbreak, they all, they wear masks all the time. So, yeah, all the time. Yeah, and and Japan has not had as big an outbreak, and a lot of people say it's because they do social distancing and wear masks all the time anyway, and that that is perhaps one of the reasons why they haven't been hit as hard. Hmm. Yeah. But I have to because say, I was, at, I was at the deli counter and I had a double mask on and I was trying so hard to order Swiss cheese, which was, <laughs> it was comedic as the, the woman behind the counter was going, what? What did you say? That was just, it was ugly. So maybe we need little microphones or something to go on it. Well, actually, you know what? My, uh, my actual, my grocery store, they changed it. They put a kiosk. Because they know that um, that uh, you know when the meat market is where it, you know people kind of crowd yeah. together, so they put about six or seven different kiosks. Around. Oh, that's smart. and they, and and then you put your phone number in, and then they send you a text message, and they leave your goods on top of the counter. On the other Very counter, smart. So that you're not near them, and they're not near you. So <laughs> you know what's really interesting is how they have adapted to this. That's what's really interesting is that how in order to keep these businesses running smoothly, 
and and the manpower they've put behind it and the amazing people who are doing all these jobs we have adapted very quickly and it's it's pretty yeah. incredible it gives me great hope for other adaptations that we can do the i think the sad part is the being outside that you know i hear people going to parks and there's 60 cars there and everyone has to just be separated but because people are desperate to be outside um Yeah, that's happened a lot in Philadelphia County. Mm-hmm. I, I can so I've actually seen it where they've actually take they they've had to take caution tape and actually tape off the playground, uh. and they had police officers sitting on the playground to tell people when they would come up there, please go home, right? Because people were still going to the parks because it's getting beautiful out. Yep, and people are like, I don't want to be in the house. I know. And, And so I mean I know I know it's so hard and I feel so bad for the college kids who are graduating the seniors in high school yep. who who don't get a prom or a graduation yep. but you know I love how I'm seeing on social media how people are doing drive-by birthdays and drive-by graduations yep. they like get in the car and they call 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 Yeah exactly <laughs> you know just keep it going and you know no one stops they just talk and you know put your little balloons and your banner and stuff out and you know just show some love so i'm glad that people are taking social distancing uh seriously those the ones who are right right and so let's just talk about some of the good things for mother earth because i mean of course we're all stuck in the house but When we were talking earlier, I think Mother Earth told us to take a time out. I certainly feel that way. Apparently the air yeah. quality in India and, and Italy and all over the place is just amazing because they've shut down some factories and we were choking the planet. And the animals that are coming out in the national parks that are that scientists are amazed to see what they're seeing. Um, of course, someone said uh, that now we know how animals in the zoo feel since we're being locked up. But how do you think they feel? So <laughs> that's a new thought. <laughs> you know, two former two former prisoners who were in isolation for two years. They actually are on. Um, they actually are on a podcast where they were talking about how to help people cope with being oh, interesting. Oh my gosh. Very and and I said, well, you know what? If someone from prison has to talk to you about staying in the house. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> come on now. We you, you, we got to get it together. We'll yeah, I think so. We're not quite that bad off. They didn't, they didn't have, you know, COVID right. and video games. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> in solitary confinement. Right. Okay. So, and just last but not least, I would say, Ann, what would you say to all of our listeners and our viewers out there in regards to to this pandemic? Uh, I think it's a wake-up call. I think it's it's showing us so many things have been going so badly for 30, 40 years in this country. And I think we've lost our way. Um, and we've been appreciating the wrong things and striving for the wrong things. And this is a real opportunity to be quiet for a while to slow down, to think what we really need. I mean, you and I were talking about, what am I doing with this closet of clothes that I'm not wearing? <laughs> and I'm very happy in sweatpants. Um, but that that it's really a great time to evaluate what is so important to us. And 
you know, our families, our relationships, even though we can't be with people, we can still communicate with them and support them. Um, and, and this amazing planet that we live on and really learn to love it and appreciate it. And I know a lot of people are saying they're walking around now and going, I had no idea that beautiful tree was in that corner there, or, you know, yes. not seeing things. I am having so much fun. My current entertainment, which you might think I'm losing my mind is I have this bird feeder in front of my desk and right, the okay. bird wars that go on and the, the, <laughs> the seniority of the uh, woodpeckers is just fascinating. They, they, they can clear out the bird feeder faster than anybody else. But, oh, wow. but it's, really, it's so, to slow down like this is such an opportunity for us all yes. to, to just sort of take a breath ourselves and uh, lay low. And at the same time, be really, really responsible. We have amazing people supporting us in the hospitals, the healthcare people, the transportation guys, the, you know, the drivers, the people delivering food, the people in the markets. We have to respect what they're doing and we have to make it easier Absolutely. for them. So this Absolutely. is a moment of gratitude, thankful for what we have, thankful that we live in this amazing country, but really a great time to reflect on, on changing and reevaluating what is most important here because we have a whole class of people that have been so disenfranchised for too long. And, and those are the people who are making the rest of our lives easier at this moment. So think about yeah, that. Yeah. Man. Think about that. People always talk about people that work in grocery stores or work in a fast food line or working restaurants yeah. and, and, and and always look down on that like, well, that's like a low class or or you know, you're not getting paid a lot. But look at this now. First of all, they're the only ones who are actually yep. working. Yeah. <laughs> Must start there. And then and then second of all, like you said, there this is um it's a biological war right. that we're facing right now, you know, and, and right now they're on the front lines of it. So, so it's not like traditional war where, you know, we have our soldiers yeah. and, you know, guns and things like that. No, this is a completely different war. This is a war that is affecting our, our economy yep. and, it's, and, it's, and it's a global, it's, yeah. it's global. There are so many amazing articles about nurses and doctors who are making, oh. you know, these these people who can't have their family around them as they're dying and what they're doing to alleviate their suffering and to to make their life their final days as peaceful as possible. It's just incredible the sacrifice. And I really hope that this is who we honor. We're not going to honor the people with the money. We're not because we know that for so many of them, they got there on the backs of other people. And we really have to, you know, years ago, what was it, Ronald Reagan, trickle down economics. That didn't work. It's trickle up economics. And this is a great place to start and to honor that and to make it go forward from here with all our policies. And I think, I think vote, 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 everybody, everybody, yes. <laughs> get, vote, get your vote, absentee vote. ballots, get your, your mail-in votes for the primaries, everybody, this is the moment for us to stand up and tell, tell this country that we're going in the wrong direction. 
Absolutely. And, and again, this is the time for people to learn about doing an absentee yeah. ballot, mailing in yep. your ballot. So, so these are the things that I would encourage people to look into, look where you live in, your city, your town, because everybody yep. is different. But but just just be on top of that because yes we do we have got to vote this is not going to stop people this should not stop people from yep voting. and the other is fill out and, your census and, forms yes yep. fill out your you can and you can do your online, online. it takes minutes it. really it took yeah. me two minutes to do my my census it was like boom boom bam i am done i was like yep. yes absolutely because <laughs> i thought it was going to be like the old time where you got to do right. the paper fill right. the paper out answer the questions then i gotta find a post stamp then i gotta go to the post yep. office and mail that sucker out so i'm so glad that they've updated and you made a very good point earlier and this is something that maybe you should reach out to the um to the dnc about uh about potentially uh finding if people can vote online right that is what is being discussed um since a lot of people file their taxes online why can't we vote online but the republicans are interested in voter suppression so if you have any opportunity to raise your voice about this or call senator toomey about this um and and let them know that we're watching and we're not going to tolerate voter disenfranchisement no we are not we are not going to be bamboozled the way we were bamboozled. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In 2000, yeah. We're not going back to that. Yeah. No, we're yeah, going we're forward. Going we're that. going very forward. We are going I'm very forward. happy. I saw a video yesterday that Barack Obama has put out. Now that Biden is the nominee, he's going to he is going yes. to be out in front and it's going to drive Trump nuts. So <laughs> <laughs> In a positive way. And look, look, when he loses, he's going to say it was a Obama's fault. Again. <laughs> Blamed him for everything else. You might as well do this. Yeah. I, I mean, hey, look. But you know what? You, you have got to love President Obama because he's just so oh. cool. He's like, yeah. And, and you know, it's amazing <laughs> like, when you. He speaks in full sentences and he actually says something and he's not patting himself on the back the whole time. So, and everything's not... Obama never, you know, he never got a chance never. to pat himself on the back. Never. Never. He, and you know what? And he never did. Well, he didn't have to because he had not only his, his whole country behind him, he had yeah. the world behind him. Everybody, everyone loved him as a president. And, but you know, it just shows that if people don't get out and vote, this is <laughs> this is what we're going to get. And and they clearly have shown, you know, Trump didn't win. First of all, he didn't win the popular vote, but they were very strategic about where they increased their voting in the areas that for the Electoral College. But they really showed a third of the people stayed home. And those would have been people who voted Democratic. They stayed home. So we can't even go close to that this time. We have every single person no. has a responsibility to get out there. Let's well, do I, it. Well, look, look from Thanks, Angela. See you, you know, but but you know we're gonna to continue to keep this social distancing yep. because I want you to stay healthy. I want your family yep. to stay healthy, and I want, of course, myself and my and my. Well, and Angela, healthy. as you but, and I said, 
that I'm not as worried about getting this disease myself, but I will be ashamed of myself if I give it to other people. And this is where Absolutely. I take the responsibility of social distancing. I don't have it. I don't expect to have it because I've been quarantined for over a month, but I still would be horrified if I gave it to someone else. So I'm going to continue the social distancing as I know you are. Exactly. Especially when we don't have access to Exactly. Well, there you if go. If we are positive. There you go. So it's, so it's literally like you're just right. playing Russian roulette right. with, with your yes. life and with other people's lives. Yes. And yeah. we will continue to do that. And thank Thanks, you so Angela. Much. Oh my God. It was so good to talk to Great to talk to you. We will be back with another political moment in, in May and in this time because we're still social distancing we're going to be all on right. Zoom alright everybody yes. stay well so next time stay I'll well be well I'll all right. yes be well remember and it certainly is everyone's going to learn <laughs> that one now <laughs> right that's right <laughs> thanks thank you and thank you guys this was our political moment with Anne bye Bye. <laughs> Stay tuned, you guys, for Behind the Velvet Rope Show. We'll be right back.